Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Two in one day, and we're doing it. Uh, ABJ Podcast, episode 27. Uh, if you want to check out the previous episode of Philly Mike Swanson, the replay is on Twitch as well as YouTube and Facebook. And the audio is available right now on all major podcast platforms. You can go listen to that and make sure you leave a review. And five-star review goes a long way. Uh, also, uh, just like I said, links below for my guest as well as shows that you can see me coming up at as well as uh, support links for Philly Mike Swanson and Adina Steele uh, are all below. You can grab merchandise as well as support the Patreon or whatever is down there that you want to do to support anybody below. Uh, I just wanted to quick show this off. I forgot last stream is the Teespring added uh, hats, and I always wanted a hat with my stuff on it, but they invited, they started doing embroidery hats. And I must say, I'm very, very happy with the way they came out. Very good quality snapback uh, uh, snapback hats. But yeah, check them out on the website. Uh, the only things up there right now are the PA logo, the ABJ logo, and iHeart ABJ logos are all available right now, I believe, on hats, beanies. But there's like four different style of hats. But go check it out. A lot of cool things. Great, great way to support the podcast. Keep the lights on. Um, it's pretty much all I got. I know on last episode I kind of talked about it. I'll do it real quick too. If you are available this weekend, make sure you come out to uh, Mayfield, Pennsylvania for a Night of Steel. Uh, uh, this this uh, Saturday the 11th, Falcon's Nest, 403 Hudson Street, Mayfield, Pennsylvania. Doors at 6, bell time 730. Front row I believe is sold out, but don't hold me to it. As well as general admission is available for 20 bucks. That's going to be this weekend if you want to come hang out. And I have a bunch of other shows coming up. Uh, two in Jersey on the 18th. You can check me out there, but that one is sold out. So you can check the replay on YouTube once it airs. Uh, then you can see see myself as well as my guest on this show, uh, SSW Zero Gravity. That's going to be in Rio Grande, New Jersey. And then coming up in March will be March 5th at the Troop Center. Uh, the 40th birthday bonanza for Uncle Masty. Also benefits for Philly Mike and Adina Steele. And then High Tension Wrestling presents uh, Spring Break 93 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So a lot of great events coming up. All the information is below as well as ways to buy tickets for all those shows. Follow them on YouTube as well as check out their social medias. So without further ado, let's bring in my guest, Riley Crow, making her podcast debut, Riley Crow. What's going on? What's up? Not much. You're definitely in one of those things where I have to like, even in public, I call you Riley because I don't want to get used to your, like the shoot. I suck with shoot names. Like everyone's like, yo, stop calling. I'm like, no, I'm calling you your wrestling name because I'll fuck it up, especially on commentary. My brain can't handle that because I don't want like, I I almost I used to always introduce myself as Riley to like anybody, but now it's just like, it's always Sierra. And it's funny because at work, like, uh, they have like nicknames for everybody at work and because they know that I wrestle, they got like my, my Riley Crow is on every like ticket that gets printed out. It's what my name really? is in the system. I have like customers that come up and they're like, Hey Riley, can I get one of these? I'm just, yeah, sure. What's up? I love that. I love that. That's great that sure, your, your gimmick it. name carried over to a bar. That's awesome. Right? Right, that's what and I'm saying. Fun bar too. We got to have a couple beers there one night. Yeah, absolutely. We got some music playing, I think on the uh, 18th over there too. A band? Yeah, yeah, I forget. I think it's like haters or hatters or something like that. But yeah, Jamie H- Jamie haters gonna be there. I wish I, that'd be neat. <laughs> I had a koozie. I don't know where it went though. <laughs> I, I lost it. I have a Jamie hater koozie. Um, I fidget great. with things off screen so I don't talk on my hand. So I'm like holding on something like the whole time I'm playing with my like vape pen. I'm doing like this. The whole I'm sitting time. here like playing with the wire. Yeah, I need one of those fidget things Just that like, they give ADHD. Yeah, yeah, you know, they got those like little cubes. You got like seven different things you can do. <laughs> yeah, that's what I need. I need, <laughs> I need one, one of those. those. That's great. <laughs> oh man, awesome. 
so yeah, th- I want to thank you for coming on the podcast, making your podcast debut. For all those other podcasts that we're trying to book her, I, I had her sign an exclusive <laughs> NDA so she couldn't go on any other show. No, that's not. I wasn't allowed to do anything. I couldn't. Yeah. I was forced. Captive. It's contract. It was a contract. Couldn't do it. But uh, you <laughs> a very long time. Um, yeah. A while yeah. ago, uh, we never really talked or t- anything like that. And then I seen you at PPW, and then really started seeing you when you made your return after having the coolest little human being on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it started back in uh, 2015. Was the first time I actually saw my first indie show. Like, everybody's got this, like, really cool, like, backstory on how they got into wrestling. When I, I think I went to, I just recently posted about it. I went to the Royal Rumble back in, like, 2013 or something like that. And I think that was my only live wrestling event that I've ever been to. And yeah, then I've when never I been was, to Raw SmackDowns. I've never been to a pay-per-view. Yeah, I, that was opposite for me. Like, once I started getting into wrestling, like, all of us trainees would go to, like, you know, house shows over at the um, PPL Center in Allentown. But, like, before that, I was, like, I watched, like, Raw and SmackDown on TV and everything, but that was it. Like, I never really did any of that. And my dad was, like, friends with my trainer. He's like, hey, let's go, like, help set up with this show. I was like, all right, sure. So I'm there, and they're, like, all doing stuff in the ring, and I'm helping. I was like, yo, this is actually pretty cool. We come back for the show. I watched all of that. I was like, so that's how it's done. And then he's like, yeah, you guys should come by. You know, we do training twice a week. Check it out. So I was only 16 because you couldn't start training until you were 17. So I, I got there and I was just like super intent. I just watch everything. And then the daily, the Tuesday, because training was Tuesdays and Thursdays. So the Tuesday or Thursday after my 17th birthday, instantly started training. Been doing it ever since. <laughs> now, you said your dad was also into pro wrestling. So did, did your dad get you into the wrestling world and not necessarily it? like I, I mean like he he watched like the raw and smackdown and all that kind of stuff like i did but like he met samu my trainer he met him through pool like they go to the bar and they you know shoot pool play poker all that kind of stuff so that's how they knew each other my my dad like he's not to call him a mark but like kind of a mark <laughs> Listen, if I was at I mean, a bar I'm... and I was shooting pool and playing poker with one of the head shrinkers, I'd mark out a little bit. I, I think I would too. Yeah, 100%. yeah. <laughs> like, that guy has an action figure coming out next month. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, remember that day? So good. <laughs> yeah. So, fun oh, fact man. with Samu, I don't think I've ever told this on the podcast. Samu has a she has he's a sister, and mm-hmm. so we were. I was working at my 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 shoot job at the time that when I was there, and I was kind of like not like a lead, but I was running a dock, like a like a shipping dock. And this one woman was there, and everyone thought she was Spanish, and she would get pissed. She's like, "I'm not in Spanish." Like she's she wasn't being like mean about it, mm-hmm. but she clearly wasn't Spanish. And I was like, "I think she's Samoan." And everyone's like, "What the hell, is Samoan?" I go, "The only reason I know that is because I'm a wrestling <laughs> fan." So the one day she walks by, we're all at the table, and I was like, "I'm not gonna say her name, but it's it's definitely like a Samoan name." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "You go to that truck. You go to that truck." And then the one guy says something to him in Spanish. She's and he's like, "Yo, you're you're Spanish." And he said to her, "Trying to not say the name, but." says her name and then says something in Spanish. And she goes, bro, I'm Samoan. I don't speak Spanish. And I was like, yeah, she's part of like, she's part of the Samoan dynasty. Don't mess with her. Like her whole family is probably professional wrestlers. Absolutely. She kind of shot me a look like, how the fuck do you know that? And then I was walking by her truck and she goes, yo, Anthony, come here. And I brought her in the truck and she's like, how did you, what do you know about Samoan wrestling? I said, I'm a fucking diehard wrestling fan my whole life. Like, (laughs) 
I literally had the whole dock into pro wrestling. Like they would walk out of yeah. trucks and it became everyone's deal when they came out and they like posed like the rock or they do the stone cold thing. Like the whole dock was in yeah. pro wrestling because of me. No, it's like, it's funny how it all works out. Cause I actually went to middle school with one of Samu's nephews. Oh, wow. So is like I, I, his dad and everything like him and I became close. He's a great he's a great guy. He's like we're super we're super cool and everything. And then it's just funny how it all like just ties in and mm-hmm. everything. It's insane. Yeah, and she was telling she was like, dude, you know my whole family history. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, uh, but she was super super nice. She actually brought an autographed eight by ten in of Sam before I even met him at a wrestling show. <laughs> That's yeah. fantastic. Oh yeah, man, but it was it was really funny how like. The, the the bloodline essentially has has mm-hmm. transcended, especially in this northeast PA scene, because that this was a huge a huge spot for them. So, mm-hmm. kind of being said, like you're trained by a member of the bloodline, you're trained by the Absolutely. Samoan dynasty. Yeah, what that's, is that's being all... trained in that family like? It's 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 family is probably like the main word right there. Like when I first started training, there were times like I'd go over to their apartment and like I'd be having to do schoolwork because we didn't have Wi-Fi at the time. So I'd be like using their Wi-Fi, doing my schoolwork. Samu would come over, be helping me with my my schoolwork. You know, he's like, what does this even mean? I was like, dude, I don't even know. I don't know at all. And like so his son, Lance, you know, he he works for uh, bigger companies now as well. And uh, yeah, absolutely. I'll be there one day. <laughs> but uh he he's a pretty cool dude you know once you get to know him and everything like everybody is once you really get to know them it's just like this big family and they they want the best for you so like in training and everything my chops are like hard i'm i'm going for it i'm going samuel always said he's like you're gonna chop someone i want you to aim for their back so you (laughs) chop them in the chest aim for their back i was like all right so if i when you see me chopping that is because of that I take everything that I've always been taught from there. I take that stuff to heart. So, yeah, I heard. Uh, I heard their cookouts are legendary. Oh, absolutely, they're the like best. A Samoan cookout, like the like, a, mm-hmm. like they have pig roast and stuff. I heard they are fantastic. Um, they go all out, all their foods and everything, and just like I actually just messaged Samu the other day. I was like, "Yo, so what's a good like steak marinade?" Because like Mike wanted a steak, and I was like, "All right, I need a good steak marinade." And if you've ever had a Samoan cook you a steak, oh my god. You're never going back to any other state. I heard the food is is in unbelievable. I believe I believe Lance right now is the is tag team champions at MLW with. uh, I want to say yes, yeah. Yeah, with um another member of the Samoan family. Um, I'm having a brain fart right now. I'm sure somebody in the chat will say it, but I believe probably. Yeah, I don't even remember what the name is, but yeah. Um, Fatu, Jacob Fatu, I think. Is that who it is? Yeah, I actually have a, I have a necklace of his. Where we did a we or Sam did a show for WXW and a necklace was left behind of his, and it just we never like I wasn't able to get it back to him, so I think it just sits in my closet randomly. I, I keep saying I was like one day I'll see him and I'll give it back to him. And it's like ten years later. Now who what else, has anyone like working at that school? Any members? Any other members of the family showed up and like you got a ch- chance to pick their brain or learn from them um i had rikishi he came in and did like did like a uh training seminar so anybody everybody came into training you know who actually trained there and he gave everybody this big seminar you know afterwards we all sat down and he gave us like the in and outs he's like you know do this don't do that like he he was super sweet to everybody that was there and just like being able to sit there and learn from somebody who's actually been out there is absolutely insane mm-hmm Absolutely. Uh, probably right before the pandemic, like right before, or it might have been like right after 
it might have been after. I don't remember. But we went to a show, me and Alex, and it was a WXWC4 show. And halfway through the show, uh, Lance is getting beat up by Tommy Vex, of all people. <laughs> and um, uh, this guy runs in. And I'm looking at the guy, and I'm like, bro, that's, that's one of the Usos. And then it was Solo before he cut his hair. Yeah. And went to NXT. Like I got to see Solo right before he went to NXT, but he didn't have the blonde yet. It was still mm-hmm. like he looked like his brother. Like they have the same everything. Um, and yeah. I, was like, Is that? I was like, "That's an Uso." And like, no, that's his. That's the youngest brother. That's uh, uh, I think was he still going by Solo at that time, or was he something else? I don't remember. I want to. But... S- it was something different or not yeah but it was i was just like so mm. i got to see him right before he went to nxt but yeah what a what a cool environment and it's once again like lance what a sweetheart like he's another well, one you talk to people on the scene and they're like man i remember lance when he was like 12 like like to I, watching do, him I just grow told up. this this story the other day since you brought up tommy vex so when i first started training he was already training there but when i met him so we were 17 both of us this man had bleach blonde hair I don't, I don't remember if he did it for, like, what... I think he, he did it something, I want to say, for Halloween. And this man was Hulk Hogan and dyed his pitch black hair bleach blonde. And that is the way that I met Tommy Vex. It was so fantastic. So Tommy Vex has not changed since? No, no, no not at all. been Tommy the whole time. Absolutely. So <laughs> that, that same character and, yeah, it's... Oh, my God. Yeah, that photo, it was you, Tommy, and mm-hmm. Ace Austin. A baby there's there's a lot of people in that group picture, Dylan? but a lot of the people Dylan yeah. was in it. Um, I think there's there's a couple people that do like a couple of shows here and there, but there's a couple other people that didn't, you know, aren't into it anymore. So I didn't post the whole thing, but it like it zoomed in. I was like, wow, we were tiny. My yeah. hair was really bright. <laughs> Don't do that anymore. But you know, yeah, yeah that crazy. was that was forever ago, man. Yeah, it's crazy because like I don't think a lot of people in the scene now realize how long you've been around and and the training mm-hmm. you come through and and like yeah. and like I said like going through that school like it's they, they don't they, they don't treat you any differently because you're mm-hmm. a female you know what I mean like and I it, heard it the Samoan me... school is very cardio heavy too it is yes it took it took me a little extra to graduate from the school um, it probably took me a good two years. Uh, we like me and my parents, my brothers, we moved around like from Pennsylvania to Arizona a couple times. So it kind of drug out my training a little bit longer. And then um, once I did have my son and everything, you know, after my debut, everything like that. And um, I had my kid and I was probably out for close to a year and a half, maybe even two years for that, like just that time period, you know being pregnant having my kid and you know the time after that and everything so it's I always try to narrow down like I've been in the business since like my first show 2015 and then so we're, we're, we're getting up there I've been there for a little while but yeah and yeah. I, like I said this this is this is the year of the crow you I'm have a lot a lot on your plate a lot you're work. doing and uh, a lot of the shines on you Philly Mike's done um, he's out yeah. for the year it's yeah he's out forget about him <laughs> it's all about me now <laughs> uh so what have been some of your matches since coming back since since having your kid uh that have really stuck out for you or matches that you kind of feel like you're you're really finding mm. yourself again in professional wrestling um um to be completely honest my last couple of matches i haven't exactly been happy with um and i i feel like a lot of other professional wrestlers can understand where I'm getting at where it's just like sometimes you just let life get in the way of things and it just kind of messes with how you you know you perform 
Mm-hmm. So the last couple matches, you know, I've, I've learned from it and I plan to do better. But, uh, you know, since having my kid and being back and everything, like I've worked a, a handful of matches a lot. Um, I wouldn't say any particular one was my favorite, but I've had a, a, de- a decent amount. And um, I'm just I'm hoping that for 2023, I'm just going to have three times, four times the amount of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, try to get every uh, every weekend booked out there. And actually, for as of right now, I think I have at least the majority of weekends booked up for the next two or three months. So that's I'm glad I'm headed in that direction. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would definitely say some standouts is when you and Mike wrestled at Sanctuary mm-hmm. because because you just didn't hold back on each other. You're like, oh, absolutely. Uh, and then um, you and Angel Metro had a really good match at SSW. That was a great match. Um, I'll be honest, like I'm really bad with names and like checking, excuse me, and checking out other people. So like when I was told about her, I, like I heard about her, but I didn't know anything about her. So once, you know, her and I are going over our match and, like, she she's saying, yeah, I want to do this, I want to do that. I was like, absolutely, let's do it. So we get out there, and I think we just had, like, this chemistry, and I was like, I want I want it again. Like, yeah. I want to have and another she's match she's very with her. new to the game, and she's really she taking is, to yeah. it. Yeah, she's yeah. taking to it. I, I think she's just been around the right people when it comes to professional wrestling, that she just, she already knows what she's doing, and I'm ex- I'm excited for someone out there to book us together again, so. yeah. And and probably a person that you probably would have been locking horns with at some point in a one-on-one situation that it's been teased in so many places because you're both in the Northeast areas, you and Adina. And then unfortunately, Absolutely. she yeah. breaks her collarbone, and this would have been a great year for you guys mm-hmm. to maybe start a, like a, a, a feud or a rivalry. I mean, I know she's, she's going to be back soon, and there's, there's definitely time for that to happen yet. I've known Adina for... Honestly, I can't even tell you when we met. I just know that like her and I have known each other for quite some time now. So mm-hmm. that that would definitely be a match that I'd be down for. And her and I would definitely have a banger doing that. Yeah. Now, it, it is pretty tough in this area to find female talent. The Northeast PA scene is very it scarce is. right now. Yeah, it is. Honestly, um, it's... Like, I'm not saying that there's any bad wrestlers or, you know, there's just... There's so many good wrestlers. And there there's like... There, there's a, obviously there's less women wrestlers than there are men. So to sit there and find like a lot of indie promotions, you usually they're you know they book a lot of the same women's matches because it's just it's so hard to bring in women and everything like that. So like I tr- I want to get out there. You know, right now I I don't have too many shows coming up for Pennsylvania, but New Jersey like the majority of my shows are in there. And I've had somebody recently ask me, they're like oh, would you come to Indiana for a show? Would you go to Maryland? I was like, yeah, I'm down for it. You know, if you give me the right pay, help me out with my travel, I'm down for it. I was like, I'll I'll work whatever. I want to get out there, you know, travel more. Indiana is a drive. It is definitely a drive. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. That's a drive. I mean, I'll be going down to uh, Florida for a benefit show that I'm doing for someone. And that that'll be fun. I've worked some. Uh, there's two girls down there, uh, one by Raven Knight and another one that a lot of people actually know her by. She goes by Tiny Tonali. She gives some of the best suplexes you've ever seen. She's she did uh, amateur wrestling in high school and everything. And she brings that into her work. Oh, and nice. she really is like when when she has the gimmick tiny like she she is tiny, but she knows how to work. Yeah. So like to have I see her down in Florida doing her thing and then I see that I'm like. 
her posting her stuff all over, you know, this side of the coast. And I'm like, wow, she's she's doing good. That would be a, another match for 2023 that I would just absolutely love to have again. That's yeah. that's one of them. Yeah, if you look at like our our scene, if you just do Northeast PA, it's essentially mm-hmm. right now you, Adina, and probably Shelby. And like, because if yeah. you bring Christina in, Christina's up in New York. That's a drive for her. Ad- uh, yeah. Danny Moe is Pittsburgh. That's a three-hour drive. Like, just like our little niche, there's not a mm-hmm. lot. And if I'm missing somebody, I'm really, really sorry. But it's just like a lot of it is trying to get promoters else, to like... bring people from other states into wrestle mm-hmm. because it's yeah. really tough now. But um. I now, mean, I'm I cool do... with get working guys too. Like I, yes, that... when I first started training, it was when I when it like first first started, it was all guys. Mm-hmm. There was like one chick at one point, but um, it was Izzy all McCoy. guys. So like, I Izzy. Izzy McCoy, I've worked yeah. Izzy so many times. Her and I, I, I love her to death. She's great. Mm-hmm. But um, you put me in a match with a guy, and I'm down for. It. I've worked, you know, all these different dudes all around, and it's it's just I've. Sometimes I think some of these men's matches that I work with are better than the, some women's matches I've had. So now, do you do you have a a theory or a reason for that? Um, not particularly, I guess. Um, I've definitely like, I've worked some women that like I'm. This isn't like me being a dick or anything to certain women's wrestlers, but there there's a couple that aren't fully up there yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I mean, like you you have um like I'll be working Gabby Ortiz. I I am excited as all hell to be working with her. Like I've been seeing her stuff, and uh, recently somebody asked me like, "What's your 2023 like list of people you want to work?" Gabby Ortiz was one of them on there, so that's you know breaking it off my list and you know breaking that down. But uh, I have a decent amount of guys that just, like, I've seen their work and, like, what they can do. And obviously, like, I know what I can do. So just to, like, imagine what the two of us can do in a ring. And it's like, I I need that to happen this year. Yeah. And, and, and maybe you can shed more light on this. But this is just my assumption. I, I believe we talked about it. And I've talked about it with other female wrestlers. But it seems like when a female wrestler works a guy. And I know some people really don't like the intergender thing. I personally like it because mm-hmm. I think it, in professional wrestling, I think there's a place for it. But when a, when, when a lot of female wrestlers work a guy, they're not afraid to lay shots in and make it look good. And the guy knows mm-hmm. how to lay him into a girl and the girl knows how to sell it. And it's just, it just looks and flows better. And then it seems like when two female get in the ring, they're, they're, they're hesitant to lay a shot in on each other. Cause they're afraid like it's going to get like weird or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the dynamic there, but I guess, it, just like, like, it would like, depend I've, like I've who you're working. I a guess woman play a shot in on a guy. And then I see the same girl work a match against a girl and her punches aren't even close to what they were. If she was working a male. See, for me, if I'm working a guy, I always like as a female and I hate to say it, but we, we try to make ourselves look big mm-hmm. be, because I mean, you're, if you're working a guy, like the stereotypical thing is, Oh, that's a guy, that's a girl. Clearly the girl's going to lose because this dude's strong. He's a guy, you know, big man, big this, whatever. So I feel like it's it's kind of just part of the gimmick at that point. Like you have mm-hmm. to, as a female, you have to make yourself look bigger and stronger, you know, be able to get your stuff in. And, you know, there's going to be certain moves like you'll do on a girl that'll take her down in an instant. But if you do it on a really big dude that you're wrestling, obviously it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So you know, with your with your like you know kicks or forearms or anything like that, like that stuff needs to get laid in there because you're wrestling a dude and everybody thinks that the dude is bigger and stronger, but you want to make yourself look bigger and stronger. 
Yeah, and there's there's a lot of girls in the scene who can do that when they wrestle. Like you and Angel, you guys mm-hmm. laid them in. It looked great. Uh, oh, we yeah, were talking absolutely. before I the stream. Christina Marie. Christina, mm-hmm. she don't care if she's working a guy or a girl. If you're working Christina, you're getting hit. Like she's gonna work it. Uh, mm-hmm. Erica Lee, um, Vicky, v- uh, v- uh, sorry, Vicky, uh, vivacious Vicky, or uh, yeah. sorry, I always I always say her name wrong. My my speech impediment. Um, like Gabby, like they're all girls who mm-hmm. are like, yo, if you work, like we're not gonna sugarcoat this. Like we're we're laying our shots in, and we're gonna make it look good. Absolutely, that's that's how I always when I tell everybody like. If I'm kicking you, I'm kicking you. If I'm giving a forearm, if I'm slapping you, I'm not I'm not going to gimmick that shit at all. Like I'm just I'm going in for it. I'll yeah. apologize afterwards, but during the moment, like I'm going all at it. And same thing goes for like my opponent. Do whatever like on on Sunday when I worked Isaac Scythe. Um he does a lot of kicking and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm going to do this kick. Just remember to put your hand up, block." It. I was like, "No." I said, "Nope." <laughs> I said, I know how to, how to turn my head fast enough to where you're going to kick me in the face, but not hard enough to knock a tooth out Yeah, because I, I want that stuff to look real. So if you're going to kick me, I'm not I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You're going to kick me. You and Mike that's would look like a real power couple if you were missing a couple digits. Something, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, that's not happening. I can't. As, I like to be kicked in the face, but I'm not losing teeth over it. No, no. So, yeah, you said uh, people you want to work this year. Gat, you already said some names there with Gabby. Mm-hmm. Who are some other people out there that you want to you want to square um, off against? It just came up material. recently. <laughs> Billy Starks is one of them. She is she's still in high school. Um, she just she did her AEW Dark debut. She's like she's kicking ass when it comes like GCW and just like going all over the world. You know, she she's on the weekend. She's taking flights to different shows and comes home just in time to go to school, you know, Monday morning. How crazy is that? It's absolutely insane to me. Not only is she and I'm not trying to make it a thing, but it is like she's a female wrestler Mm -hmm. who's still in high school and she's the most thought she's like a if a a A1 quarterback coming out of high school that every school in the country wants to draft and wants him to play or them to play on their team Mm -hmm. she's a high school girl that the entire wrestling community like veterans are trying to book a matches against her that she's flying all over the country and working like and she's in high school that is awesome like i i just turned 25 and i tell everybody all the time that i want to be billy starks when i grow up yeah she's amazing She's absolutely phenomenal. I see these things that she does in the ring, and I'm just like, I can't even do that. Yeah. So, that, like, to have, to have a match with her, that would be absolutely amazing. I'd, I'd die for that. That'd be great. Where do you think she lands when it's all said and done and she's able to sign that contract? Do you think she's an E-girl, she's, an NXT girl, or is she an AEW? I could honestly, I would hope that she would be with AEW. Only because, like, I personally like AEW more than NXT or WWE anymore because AEW has more free will and what they do and what they say and everything like that it's more like more comedy more realism more drama just everything like that where it's in my honest opinion wwe has kind of fallen flat in that aspect because they want to stick with more nxt i think you'd fall in love with the the women's division i definitely want to watch more nxt because like i see all these women popping up on like my twitter and everything for Mm -hmm. nxt and i was like i like her i need to look her up i need to see some of their work and all that kind of stuff but, let them be characters. It's it's inter- yes. NXT's women's division. In the next five to ten years, we're gonna be they're gonna be taking over the world of wrestling. That 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 
batch that's going to come up from NXT mm -hmm. is going to be the future of women's wrestling. They are really, really good. And I think like that's that's like the secret part of women's wrestling because it's like some of these girls who come up into NXT, it's like you don't really hear much about them. So that just makes you think how many other women are on the indie scene that we don't know about yet. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like it just it it's you know give it like a year or two from now and how many more women's wrestlers are going to be out there and just like being as good as Billy Starks, you know? Yeah, you know who's really good too that they're they're getting a lot of shine on AEW with dark matches and stuff and they're all over the scene. Uh, the Renegade Sisters, the twins. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're they're a lot of fun too. I I gotta reach. I talked to them on Icons. I have to reach out to them for an interview. But like I said, man, the the women's division's great. I wish we had just had more of it yeah. in the Northeast area. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, you see a lot of it over in, like, you know, Cali area, of course, because it's Cali. Why wouldn't you? Jersey. But, yes, Jersey. And that's, that's also why, like, I kind of like that I have a lot of bookings in Jersey, but I'm just at the point where it's, like, I'm always working there, and I want to, you know, venture out other places as well, yeah. so. New York scene's getting pretty dope, too. Uh, Masha yeah. School, she's training with, Co she's training Cosmic and a few other people up there. And Cosmic already had the gimmick down, the look down, the body down. Mm -hmm. Like she works out really, like she's she's really hard in her craft. Uh, but now her wrestling is meeting everything else, and it, it's really really changed since she started going to Masha's school. I think I've had I've had one match in New York, and that was it. And that was for I I can't even remember what it was like Diamond something for the promotion. It was so long ago. Um, I just, I know one of my opponents was Damaris. I actually just worked her oh, at yeah. Gen Pro. So I remember she was girl. one of my opponents and I think there were one or two other ones, but like I said, this match was so long ago and I have the worst memory ever. <laughs> it's cause you're not it's, putting it's, your hand, it's cause you're not putting your hand to your face when you're taking kicks to the head. That, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Mike tells me all the time. He's like, you're getting way too many concussions. He's like, you need to like protect yourself more. Like I'm, I keep... I always forget to put like my dates in my calendars and sometimes it'll be like a week before the event. And I was like, Oh shit, I'm booked. <laughs> I was like, I better figure out how I'm getting there. Cause I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> so who are, some other, worst. who are some other goals for the year? Um, let's see, like indie wise, um, not to put Mike over anything, but since him and I had started dating, I've, met more workers out there mm -hmm. like just people that i you He's know i've the seen gateway them. drug of independent wrestling literally um <laughs> i feel like i've become pretty decent friends with pete corvis and i've seen his stuff and i've seen my stuff and i think honestly that him and i would have a pretty badass match you just gave me a match i didn't think i wanted until you just said it that's what i didn't think i wanted it either and then I, so i, kinda... I, I want to say Nettie from uh Nettie's photography she, I think she's the one that said that first, and it just blew my mind because I was like, "That's a great." Pick. I didn't even think of that. I didn't even yeah, think of and, that. That'd be fantastic. Be, yeah, that'd be a really good match, to be honest. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm Holy. saying. I'd be down for that one. Yeah. I think you and Vinny right. Chenzo would be fun. I'd be down for it. Yeah, that'd Book be another, show, the in. SSW. Let's get it going. Make oh, a yeah. run for the SSW title, and then you, you, you versus Vinny Chenzo. The whole, ca My your whole screen camera just turned, turned yellow. yellow. Yeah. yeah, I just noticed that. What is up with that? What did I do? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's probably the auto white color or auto white. Oh, it's it's fading. I don't know. Is it fading? No, no. It's I look not. like it a was... minion right now from like Despicable Me. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I don't even know what I did. Is this like a filter? What did I do? No, I picked I just, up like, the cords. It caught and the it light, changed. and I think the light changed in the room, so it's trying to adjust automatically. 
I don't know, man, but I don't like You ever watch yellow. Sin City? You, you look like a uh, <laughs> yellow bastard from Sin City. Yeah, this is weird. I don't know. I have it up on my phone, too, because I'm, like, looking at it. It's so much clearer on my phone oh. that it is, like, oh. the computer screen. Back for a and second. Block, block the know. camera for a second with your hand. and then. All right, let's it. do this. Oh, wait, no. It just went oh, straight it back to it's worse. It worked for a second. All right, well, everybody's going to see me yellow now. Yeah, that's that's her new gimmick. She is uh, she is now a member of the Simpsons. <laughs> You're not going to know how white I am now because I'm like, I need to start tanning. Yeah, Trump went orange, you went yellow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so no. besides professional wrestling, what are some other things, some other interests and hobbies that you're into? Um, I'm, I'm super into like artsy things. Um, you know, painting, drawing. I don't do enough of it anymore. Um, I should definitely do more. I've, you know, done my own like designs for when it comes to, like t-shirts or stuff like that. Um, I definitely want to do a little more, but Riley Simpson, Simpson, that's the gimmick. I like it. I'll take it. Oh my goodness. There's so much crap. This is going to be like a meme. Yeah. Somebody's going to, I bet you Mike's working on it right now. Guarantee it. (laughs) He's putting Marge hair on you. (laughs) No. I mean, I've had blue hair before, so. So you said like, my wife's in the same thing. She likes doing like art. She go to Michael's and buy a bunch of Mm -hmm. canvas prints. And then just paint them and hang them around the house. I have, usually like, all I have canvases, things. but well, like I just recently got a 65 inch TV and it came with this giant, like thick piece of cardboard. So I got like these, like these uh, fake, like green, like leaf things that I super glued. And then I had like little flowers and I put up a bunch of like pictures of me and Mike and Chase and, you know, all my friends and everything. And it looks so cute. I just have to figure out how to how and where to hang it up. Yeah. And then well, I probably well, won't do anything artsy for like another month. <laughs> That's because you have Chase in your life, and he's he's uh that kid mm. is a hand like not a handful, but he's he's uh you got to be on your game. moments. Yeah, you oh, got to be on your game with Chase. He is I, the cutest I, fucking kid ever, man. He, I got a canvas somewhere where he just was like painting all willy nilly because, well, if, if mommy's doing it, he has to do it too. Yeah. So the, your Snapchat is funny. The other night when he did the one where he's like kicking Mike in the back. And you're like, and he's like, what? And Mike's like, no, it feels good. Feel good. <laughs> Just Dude, like Mike's mom. got him on this like massage thing. Like I'll bring <laughs> him into bed, and he'll lay on his back and go, massage, massage. <laughs> and that's because Mike likes the massages all the time. So like he'll sit there and give Mike like a five second massage, and he's like, all done, my turn. Yep. <laughs> so he'll be massaging him, and he makes man. these noises. Like these grunts, and I was like, "You are two years old. You do not have this much back pain." Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's like, where's my massage? Carrying around my my uh, glow worm all day has been really stressing exactly. out my old too. <laughs> yeah, dude, I had I had to wash it after the show Sunday because he was dragging it around all over the floor. It was disgusting. Yeah, that kid cracks me up, and oh, he man, man, he takes to a wrestling ring. He. He sees a wrestling ring. He oh, loses absolutely! His I had him mind. in the ring on Sunday, and he was he was loving it. You know, knocking me down. Mike's got him standing on the bottom rope, jumping on me and everything. Dude, he yeah. felt, he he loves wrestling. That's uh, thing, a very man. cute photo of you, him wearing your gear the other night too. I was, yes, was he. Yeah. I was like, you want to wear my jacket? He goes, glasses too. I was like, I am captain. <laughs> he's he's in charge of me at this point. Yeah, I love uh, I love teaching him new things every show. Like I taught mm-hmm. the penguin and the crab. I, I have to call he does more. it all the time. The other day, he just came up to me and like was in my face and was like, "Crab, crab, 
was like, yeah, I get it. Thanks. <laughs> you just keep shoving your hands in my Dude, it made my day that, like, he knows my name now. Like, Tony? <laughs> I love that he's, like, like, under, like, he's finally able to start remembering everybody's name. Because, like, now we get to, we go to shows and, like, I trust people around him. So, like, someone would be like, oh, my gosh, can I take him? I was like, yeah, sure, go right ahead. Yeah. Like, I trust everybody <laughs> in the building. So, it's like, I, I'll be walking around. I turn around. I was like, where's my kid? Who has him this time? Yeah. Yeah, Nettie or yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, if Nettie's at the show, he's with her. Yep, <laughs> she loves him. Oh man. So besides talent, what are what are some like what what are some things you're looking forward to with this year coming up with professional wrestling as well? Um, honestly, I just I want to get myself out there more than anything right now. Um, you know, I have like eyes on me on the indie scene. That that's pretty awesome. But you know. Maybe eventually I can get, you know, work my way up there, get up to AEW Dark and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's got to be this year, but I, I want to put myself out there. I want to get to other states. I want to work as many people as I can. Like, I just, I want to put my name out there. I want to be able to go to any wrestling show and, you know, people know who I am. Like, I just, I want to be out there, you know? Yeah, put your, put your name on the map this year. Exactly. That's, that's the goal. And, and and you have the right mindset. You got to go out there and put your name out mm-hmm. there. And and you've kind of just recently done that. You had your, yeah. well, not really your debut, but you've had your first, like, I guess, showcase match for GTS, which has really yeah, helped you get your name out there. That definitely, like, any social media of any sorts definitely got boosted up by at least two, maybe even 300 followers on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Like, everything just skyrocketed. Which now, is that's pretty cool because like I look back at like the old GTS stuff, you know, Mike shows it to me all the time, and you have people that are like on, you know, uh, GCW right now, or people who are in like just those higher up companies. The AEW like, World Champion had a bit exactly. On... <laughs> like they've all they've all had their time. And it's like I look at this stuff and I'm like, wow, they're really young and they have no idea what they're doing in that ring. And then you look at them now and it's like, you know, it doesn't seem like it's that hard. Yeah. So I I was reading the comments for the match. So if I'll have you break it down for the people watching, listening, (laughs) listening or watching what type of match you put on. But I've seen in the one comment, people were like, we really wanted to see them to wrestle. (laughs) Like they want to see you guys like legit fight each other. Uh, Honestly, like me, that was in there, but there was, it was very, yeah, uh, this, this this was a gimmicky comic match as well. Me, me and Eris have had a handful of matches. She's one of my favorite people to work. So me and her, have, we are best friends. You know, I'll shoot and everything. We're best friends. So I, I love having to work her. But we've always wanted to have the spicy match. Where it's literally just us fucking GTS. around and being it. Exactly. Because, like, that monster gimmick thing that I did there. When I tell you that I've been toying with that idea for so long. But no promotion would do it because it's family friendly. Didn't didn't you tell her that you wanted to do that at the show in the library? I remember like, you're like, I want to get a monster. I wanted to yeah. in your mouth. Yeah. I wanted to do that, but it was a family friendly show. I was like, wow, GTS family friendly. This is not going to work out. Yeah. So when I went there and like me and her were talking about it and we, I said to grandma, I was like, dude, tell me I can do this. He goes, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I was like, all right, I'm going to do whatever I want. So we we like we we did that and it just it definitely everything went through the roof from there. So 
who is the girl at the end who rolled in the ring and took a selfie with you and rolled that out? is Raina sky or Raina <laughs> she goes by Raina black she she's with Eric black um she's so done funny. a couple of things in um GTS I've worked her other places as well uh Enterprise pro wrestling I've worked her with AFCW um I, her and I go way back like from when I first started wrestling I've known her for a, a pretty long time so I was like yo hop in do something I don't care yeah. It was her monster and, that I took. Yeah, and it was one of those matches, too, where it, it put you on the map, like, in that aspect and got your name out there more. Yeah. But also it was a big storyline match for GTS because Grimm mm-hmm. lost the title that she, Like, for people who follow that show, yeah. that's a that's a that's a major story plot point mm-hmm. for that for that show. And then you have the match, the spicy match that everyone yeah. is going to talk about. You know what I mean? And I, I feel like that definitely helped me with a lot because, like, I have a lot of matches on YouTube. I don't post them myself on my own page because I just, I've never done that. They get posted on there. And apparently people have made, like, playlists of my matches, which is really cool. Really? But, um, like, going back, and if you look at the views on the match with whoever, me and Eric Whoever makes GTS the playlist, make sure you add this insane. podcast to the playlist. Yes, absolutely. Somebody needs to do it. <laughs> Help your boy If out. not, I mean... <laughs> eventually yeah there you go but um love the monster spot exactly everybody loved that spot (laughs) i I, reading the comments during the whole match it was mostly somebody was like oh is this a bakery just talking about all that cake um (laughs) but like i feel like even though that wasn't like you know your typical uh wrestling match it definitely helped skyrocket like other matches as well like looking at my views for different matches on YouTube, um, everything went up from there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people saw, you know, GTS fans saw that. They look up all my other matches, and it's just like, it it's definitely helping get my name out there a little bit more. So hoping yeah. to make more appearances in GTS in the future. I so. I'm I'm not even a member or a part of that company whatsoever, and I didn't even know it existed until that. I gave you guys a ride to that library that day. I, remember Mike I didn't like, know it existed until Mike. Like, yeah, I'm, same here. To be quite honest, like I feel like I was in like this hole of the same like five promotions for the longest time, and then yeah. this motherfucker comes along and like, dude. To be honest, I didn't even know GCW was a thing. Wow, I knew I of GCW. Did, that's I like, did, I did, that's yeah. how like deep of a hole that I was in. So, yeah. like, now there's GCW, there's GTS, there's all these, like, different promotions coming in. I was like, I have never heard of any of these promotions, but I'm going to go work for them all. So, yeah. let's see what well, we can I, do. I love the fact, like, one of my favorite places, and it's no secret, like, I love I love Sanctuary. I love Smash. Oh, I love absolutely. High Tension. Because they're promotions that put on good matches, but also don't take themselves super serious. And it's a, a fun environment, a fun locker room. Mm-hmm. We can put on joke matches, and we can still be funny and do crazy yeah. things. And then when he showed me GTS and then being involved, just kind of being like welcomed in as a person, just like I wasn't treated as a fan. Mm-hmm. I was kind of in with the boys in the, the, the locker room and then experiencing GTS at that library show. And then seeing now like Mike is helping bringing in you and bringing in Rosh and bringing in JS Hawthorne. Yeah. And, and now Grimm is coming to 570 and he's going to wrestle. And it's just kind of like, I feel like there's going to be this good molding pot. And like, mm-hmm. I'm, Corvus, Corvus, another one I'd love to see wrestle more in the five seven zero, and and a lot of these people who are like the Jersey scene is starting to mix with the PA scene, and I really, really, I'm here for it because Jersey's I'm, I'm living lot, for like, that. It's the best. Yeah, the Jersey yeah. scene, man, like SSW and IWA, like 
the first couple people I've seen do it was like the faceless ones and, and bougie mm -hmm. and all. And then now like if we can get bad company and Vinny and Corvus and Bonifer and a few of these other uh, Jada key Evans and all these like people who are grim guys, but also Jersey mm -hmm. guys and mix them into the five, seven, Oh, and vice versa. Like I think between our crew and that crew, man, we can make really good. They can make good oh, magic. Oh, absolutely! Go straight yeah. through the roof for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I'm man. excited yeah. for the future of the Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York mm -hmm. mix of professional wrestling that can come this year between four or five promotions uh, working together is going to be really special. Yeah, I, th I think you know, even even if it's like you see, like at this point, promoters are working together to get people onto each other's show you know like um i forget who it was but just just different promotions just working together you know getting you know people out there talking to each other about like let's let's do this let's work this let's work this as an angle you know what or i mean or have your storyline like, carry over to my promotion exactly and... and i i love that i do because it's just like the, this storyline just because something bigger because you know it's mixed into different promotions and because like it, it's part of your gimmick at that point you know you know who I give all the credit to for that? Killian. Killian and the Goons. Mm -hmm. Killian and the Goons had that goon, that, that, the goon storyline crossover from, from High Tension and Camp Leapfrog to Delaware, from Delaware to Jersey. Jersey to like everywhere they went, man, that story followed them. And mm -hmm. they made one of the most interesting storylines in the independent scene to the point where every single member of their, st their stable got in the pwi 500 and now that's even becoming more of a storyline because yeah. of like there's like there's no the 500 spot you know what i mean there's it's like fun. no backing down when it comes to killian like for the entire time that i've known killian he he's just always been on his shit like it's it. like i turn around you see him on this poster you see him in this state you see him working this person and there's like there's nothing stops the fire that he has He's and I'm, I mean, I might have heard a little birdie that maybe him and I could be getting a match shortly, and that I am 100 Ooh, for this. Like I heard that birdie root too. See that That's that strange. birdie's got a mouth, huh? That strange bird told me. <laughs> the strange bird. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, th I personally think that that would be a great match, like for me, because like I said, you know, he's he's all around. He's at all these different promotions and. That that'll definitely put my name out there, but just to to like have it, oh Riley Crow versus Killian like that's I think that's gonna be a great fucking match. Agree, I totally agree. I think there's a lot mm -hmm. of fun stuff that's gonna come out this year. Um, it's it's gonna be dope. I'm pumped. A lot of people in the chat. If anyone has any questions for Riley, we'll please get them in now. Yeah. What's up? Oh, questions. Jeanette's in the chat. She said you're a bad bitch. Hi, Natty. Uh, Mick Thompson said hello. Uh, Gears, don't worry about What's it, brother. Uh, I hope up? you had a good day at work. Welcome to the stream. If you, Like you I said, if you guys have time? any questions, put them out there. We, we, I didn't get a chance to get any questions for Mike because we didn't shut the fuck up the whole time. Uh, <laughs> so I, the floor is open for questions. Also, please, if you are watching this, um, I didn't do this in the beginning. I probably should have. This is the corny. Make sure you like and subscribe. You know, help out a little bit. Oh, yeah. we, are on, we are on the quest for 1K. So if we can hit this YouTube channel to 1K, that'd be dope. Uh, Ooh, let's hit it absolutely um so, so our like pop culture wise like obviously your name crow that 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 comes from pop culture references what what else are you into when it comes to that like are like horror movies comedy movies what are some of your favorites? i am all for the horror movies i've watched them since i was like a little kid um what was that beep oh my god i think your phone uh, vibrated probably um but uh yeah i'd like 
the the horror movies have always been like I I love them. I think uh, you you had a live open the window. You were asking about that stuff. The only horror movie that's ever gotten me was The Grudge. I don't know what it okay. was, but that one scene where the hand comes up in your head when you're showering. I literally I could not face the shower head when I showered because for some reason little me thought the hand came out of the shower head and was getting her. Yeah. I, I couldn't do it. What about Freddie in the tub? This, and when that Freddy didn't do anything Freddy, for me. Freddie comes up between her legs in the tub. That did absolutely nothing for me. Like I, I could watch any horror movie. Apparently, when I was younger, I told my parents that a good horror movie will have tits in it. You're not wrong. Be- because if you think about it, <laughs> if a horror movie can have nudity, how much blood and gore can it have? Yeah. I, I, if there's I no like... nudity, then it's like semi blood and gore, and then it's not if as good. If you have good. a slasher movie and there's no boobs, I, I, I quit. The only slasher movie that does not have <laughs> a set of boobs in it, and I still think it's the greatest slasher movie of all time, is, is Scream. That is an, clo- a fantastic movie. The closest movie. we get to boobs in, in uh, Scream is Rose McGowan in that really, really tiny <laughs> white T-shirt, and she gets stuck in the garage door. <laughs> I, I always forget. So the movie, you, you remember uh, 13 Ghosts? Yes, great movie. That has always been one of my favorite movies, and I always forget that, like, literally there's a chick walking around butt-ass naked in that movie. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm so focused on the actual movie, I forget and that she's actually in there. And she had a there. slamming body, but it was all cut up. Exactly, and yeah. I don't, I mean, not that I'm complaining, but, like, that was you know a, that was that, a good movie. You know what made that movie amazing? There's one reason why that movie was amazing. Probably one of the best people in movie history. He should get more jobs. He should be in every single movie. Matthew Lillard. Absolutely. He was a goat. Why are we not? Why is Matthew mm-hmm. Lillard not in everything? I wish he was. Honestly, like, oh man, that man. Yeah. <laughs> fucking cut me deep, man. I'm fucking I dying. Love it. His, his acting in like his movies when he was like, in his like early twenties. Like, I mean, his, even his acting now is like so good. But like He's early twenties, like absolutely. And it's funny because he goes from like this stoned out dude who talks to a dog and goes to this murderous psycho in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're just, like, able to do both and not, like, completely lose your mind just baffles me, but I love it. Uh, so Hunter says, if you were, weren't were a professional wrestler, what would your dream job be? Um, I mean, when, so when I was a kid, I've always wanted to be a fashion illustrator. I don't want to be that now because, like, looking back at the things that I drew up, like, outfit-wise, no. If they're Kanye they're not it, good. You, got it. you could do it. Dude, this stuff looked like if you... I was obsessed with Hannah Montana as a kid. So, like, when I would draw up these dresses and everything, like, it looked like shit. Like, they were, like, these glittery, like, out out of, like, the world. And, like, looking back at it, I was like, yo, I don't know why I wanted to do this when I was younger. Because it wasn't, it wasn't good. Make wrestling gear. I could do that. I mean, I, I've designed my own, but, like, I've never actually you made it. stuff? To a point. I mean, I actually, I have done it. Like, I have a black top. That was just a black top. I sewed on, like, you know, the band and everything for it. The gear that I have now isn't even actual gear. Like, it's just pieces that I bought from separate places and just it fit all together so perfectly. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I've always been into the clothing thing. Like, you can ask Mike. I probably get a new package in some form of clothing, like, every other week. But how, otherwise, how often I often you go through uh, uh, leggings and fishnets. 
I go through fishnets quite often. I just bought these (laughs) all the time because, like, the the waist chain that I wear that has the chains, no matter what I do, it always gets stuck on my leggings. And when I'm in the middle of the match, I like I can't sit there, you know, like pick it apart. So I just rip it off and it gets stuck like three times in my match. So I'm constantly going through fishnets. I order them by like you can get packs on Amazon, there's like eight of them in one pack. So I don't know if you're aware of this, and you probably are. But uh, somebody, when I was putting links up for future episodes, went to Angel Metro's website. And she just had a match where she was bleeding. So mm-hmm. she did like a death match. And she sold her bloody fishnets and someone bought them. Dude, so I'm about to start doing fishnets, that, man. Start selling your fishnets. That's what I'm saying. Like all these fishnets, I'll, I'll make sure I won't even wash them and be like, yo, my my dirty, sweaty fishnets. Who wants to buy them? There you go. Because I New- guarantee somebody will. Absolutely. People he, buy people, any ring gear. They love Guy that ring shit. gear, girl ring gear, they buy it. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Here's a Kai says your favorite horror movie franchise. Um, see, it depends. Like, Michael Myers has always been one of my favorites. He was when I was a Except young kid. Except for the, that's what I'm saying. Like the the last few recent ones have just like I feel like they're just trying to find something to do with it. Like they want to continue the the franchise, but they don't know what to do. Yeah. Like give me the first like three or four movies, and boom, they are so good. Give me the like, first looking, two. Looking. Those are probably the best. Anything like the after best season two... of the witch that's not Michael Myers for me was garbage. I didn't mm, like any. That's of that. valid. H two O was fine because you brought back Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. I like that H2O. was kind of like a reboot. Yeah, H two O was a reboot was. before it was a re- before they rebooted mm-hmm. it before. Yeah, yeah, but like the most recent ones are just kind of it, it feels like they're just trying to get something out there. Yeah. So you know? Michael Myers as a character for me was my favorite as a kid. Well, my him and Freddie mm-hmm. were my favorite as a kid. And then as I got older, I was like, well, Freddy, it's hard to classify Freddy as a horror movie because you're rooting for him the whole time. Like, you're rooting for Freddy to kill these kids. Like, yeah. he became like he became the joke. Like, he, be- it's like when the heel becomes the baby face. You know what I mean? And then, exactly. I, and then rewatching it, I was like, Halloween movies are a convoluted mess. The stories make no sense. And they're not mm-hmm. that good. Um, and then I hated Friday the 13th as a kid and then watched it as I got older. I'm like, this is the best friend when it comes to horror movie franchises. Scream and Friday the 13th are your two best. And they both have I've like always, their I, moments. When it comes to like horror movies, I don't know if it makes sense. But like if you have like college students or high school students, like groups of like younger, like young adult type kids, I feel like those are always the best kind of horror movies. That was a Scream Like you have Exactly, yeah. Like, like you, I know you what have, you did like, last your, summer and Facility. Yeah. yeah. Like, I I feel like those are always, like, the best kind of movies. Like, you find they have, like, some of those movies where it's, like, it's about one person. They get stalked, and it's kind of boring. Yeah. Like, I, I want you to – I want the killer to be going after more than one person, you know? Have fun with Every, it. But then you just got, like – Yeah, everyone in the chat. Halloween was trash. Last Halloween was the trash. The last Halloween was yeah. trash. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, what we was I just watching the other day that was pretty good? We're, so we're we're adding actually uh, to the channel very soon uh, movie reviews, TV reviews, comic book reviews, music reviews, mm-hmm. like reviewing albums. And then me and Heidi, well, we're gonna have guests come in and stuff. But me and Heidi are gonna do like a dedicated just horror movies. Like try to try That'd to do it like once awesome. a month or twice a month yeah. and just review horror movies because Heidi is a horror movie junkie. Dude, like, I've she seen could put the Exorcist so on and fall asleep. I, I could do that, too. It's just literally, like, no horror movie has ever scared me. The only thing was The Grudge. Yeah. That was it. 
See, to I, this day, like I everything can't say else, never I scared me because I put myself in a mindset to watch a horror movie to become scared. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. <laughs> See, I can't do that. Yeah, I, I I have to. I have to let my inhibitions down. It's like a wrestling show. Like you know what you're going into, but if you let your inhibitions down and just enjoy what's happening, yeah, I just I guess fun. I have like a fucked up mind because like you <laughs> see them doing or like just something in the horror movie, and it's like, dude, if this was like a real thing, that I wouldn't be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so like I'll sit there, I'll be laughing while somebody is getting murdered. And it's like, well, dude, that's your fault. You should have ran out the door, not up the stairs. <laughs> I'm absolutely horrible with that. I'll just sit there and just like put them on blast for the stupid shit that they're doing. Yeah. Uh all right. Any last questions, please get them in. Riley, where can people find you on this the wonderful world of the internet? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just, you know, search up Riley Crow. Crow is K-R-O-W-E, always with a K and not a C. And an E at the uh, end. Yes, and an E that, at the that end. Was whole, that was a whole bit on commentary one night. Yes. Yep, <laughs> it's always with a K at the front and an E at the end. Otherwise, everybody always does a C-R-O-W. Where does, where does the crow rank it. in your movies? I love the crow. Absolutely love it. You know Mike's never seen it? What? Never. I actually own it. So I bought <laughs> it thinking I didn't own it before. Do you have it on Blu-ray? No, I don't. I don't have it at all. And I just watch it I'm on whatever you, streaming I'm giving you my, bonus, my, my double copy because I, yes. I own it twice. He so has to see. Other. It's so it's, good. It's, 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 it's so good. Literally, it's one of the best superhero movies that wasn't a superhero movie before before superhero yes. movies were a thing. Like, I, if I sit there and say to somebody, it can't rain all the time and you don't know where I'm coming from with that. Like, what are you even doing? Yeah. And he has no idea. I was like, dude, you are missing out on like one of the best movies out there. Do you think if you did a shot and swallowed a live bullet, would it be harmful to you? Um, that that's definitely a possibility. <laughs> I've always <laughs> wanted to try it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, you know, just a little bit of curiosity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the crow taught <laughs> me great. the movies are ruining our children. Uh speaking of the grudge, that one never bothered me. In fact, I had a crush on the girl or the girl from it well that's that's she's creepy that's what that's what that is she's 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 got that long black hair the pale face her eyes she doesn't blink her mouth is just like ah uh, everyone did that that was like everyone's impression that you dude when i was younger my dad used to do it all the time like i'll be sleeping and he just comes up and starts making that sound it scares me shitless what was the other one? There was the, oh, oh, the Grudge God. and the Ring. Remember when? They, and then they have a movie where the Grudge and the Ring they, met each other. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that just called the Ring? No, no. It was I like forget what it was. someone played the Grudge. I think the way yes. I think it was a Japanese movie, but somebody played the Ring movie, and then ran into the Grudge house, and then yep. Samira and the Grudge girl fought each other. I guess I don't know. It's stupid. But. I don't think I've ever seen it from start to finish. Because, like, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, I have to see it, but then just never did. Did you did you ever watch the Japanese version of The Grudge? No, I don't think so. Yeah, the, no. so there's a Japanese version of, I believe, The Ring and The Grudge. The mm-hmm. Japanese version is very similar to the American version. Like, they actually took scenes straight from the Japanese and redid them. But it, it was That's it's pretty insane. good. Yeah, Shudder's yeah, a good way to see all those foreign horror movies. Uh, last question here, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, if you can write a, a letter to your younger oh. self, what would you write? Getting deep here at the end. That that is deep. Oh man. Um, that's Hunter's go-to question. That then no, that's a good question. A great Honestly, question, yeah. 
I would just, I'd keep it like pretty short and simple and just tell myself not to beat myself up over the tiny things because I did that a lot. You know, I was one of those kids where everything had to be perfect for everybody else except for myself. So mm-hmm. that that's kind of where it comes in with wrestling and everything. Like I still do it after my matches. I, I did it after this weekend because like I said, my head wasn't just, my head just wasn't there. So, like, if I if I know the match was supposed to go a certain way and it doesn't, I will beat myself up over it all the time. And everybody just keeps on telling me the same thing. They're like, as long as the crowd was into it, it doesn't matter what you do in your match. You could sit there and, like, plan seven things and only do two of them, but, the like, the crowd doesn't know because they don't know what you planned. Uh-huh. As long as they're into it and they're cheering at all these great spots that you're doing, you know, you're interacting with them. And that's all that matters, you know? Yeah. So I, I would definitely tell myself, you know, stop being, don't be so harsh on yourself. Just take it one step at a time and do what you feel is right, you know? Yeah. Uh, Isaac says, I still like our match. I do. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I would like those, those kicks were absolutely phenomenal. Um, just every everything about it was good. I liked it. I definitely is that available online to watch it or um, I think it was posted through YouTube. Uh, I think Isaac actually has a version of it posted up on YouTube right now as well. Um, cool, Isaac, when you're when you if this if you don't get it in time, uh, send me the link or put it in the uh, the comment section when this goes off the air so people can check that match out and subscribe. Dude, to page. dude's got some good kicks and he did win that match, but I want a rematch for it. So there it is, Riley. Thank Absolutely. you so much. I appreciate Absolutely, it. Man. I'm glad. I'm glad uh, we finally got this. Now you can finally go and do other podcasts. So if you want yeah, to book right? Riley Crow, you can book her. <laughs> Just rip up that. our waiver. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm working two other podcasts now. <laughs> yeah, um, it honestly, man, the end of the end of 2022 uh, for me mentally was tough. I was not in a good yep. spot. Uh, I felt like ending the podcast for me was tough, and I felt honestly, besides my wife, I felt mm-hmm. honestly alone. Like I felt like I was by myself. I, I feel Mike, that. Yeah, you and Mike were really big bright spots in that, and taking me under mm-hmm. your wings. And I've, I've made a, a lot of new friends at the end of 2022, and that's definitely helped me mentally. Um, I'll be quite honest: the return of Soraya definitely put me out there of wanting to work harder when it comes to wrestling. Um, when when her injury initially happened, I was devastated because that is my dream opponent. I was like, I'll never get to work her. And then she came back and I was like, wow, I need to work harder because now this is like my second chance of being able to work her. Like th- it was just like a sign for me. Like you need to get your name out there. You need to work harder because in the future you're working her. So yeah. Is she has she is, been like your it. bright spot in wrestling? Is that the person you've looked up to for a long time? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've loved, liked a lot of people like Lita. I love Lita, uh, Tony Storm, but like Soraya from the beginning as Paige. Like, I don't know what it was, but there's just always been something about her that I was like, I want to work her one day. Mm-hmm. And like I said, with that spark, like, I feel like part of it faded when she got injured. And I was like, I will never get to work her again. Like, when she did her return and everything, I bawled my eyes out i was like this is my second chance i said this is my chance to up my game get my name out there and if i'm lucky have a match with her within the next year or two you know i would love that for you even if it's a dark Same. squash yeah. match just get I'll, it in squash me all you want i'll be in a ring with soraya i'm down for yeah. it i love that absolutely but thank you guys so much for tuning in like i said uh plenty more to come uh, this uh, this Sunday we're having an interview uh, with Angel 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 Metro. Yes, so make I'm sure you guys in tune in that. on Sunday. 
Um, the audio for this podcast right now will be available um, within the next couple minutes. So make sure you go subscribe and check that out. You can also see uh, Riley very, very soon when it comes to wrestling. If you're available this weekend, come to the Night of Steel. And then also uh, SSW will both be there making the mm-hmm. rounds. And then you can also see her at Smash Master Wrestling on the 5th. And I believe High Tension Wrestling this month? Yep, Are you I, on am the- on, I am on High Tension, yep. There you go. We're we're yep. making the rounds. We'll we're be making together. them out there. We're at every one of these things. Make links names, below man. to support are there. Please follow us on all mm-hmm. social media, uh, merchandise pages, all that stuff. Um, also, um, what was I going to say before we get out of here? And I just completely lost my train of thought. I don't know. Merch. If you want to grab merch, all that stuff's there. Absolutely. Just subscribe. Yep. Have some fun. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Uh, we'll see you next time for the ABJ podcast. See you we're guys. out of here. All right. Peace. I'll Peace see you, really man. Absolutely. <laughs>